Welcome to the newest episode of the podcast. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel or followed the Instagram, you should go ahead and do that now. We'll give you a second. We will wait. And now we'll jump into the episode. Damon, how the fuck have you been, my man? It's been a little while. It has. It has. I've been good, man. I um, yeah, just working hard. Paid my car off today, so that was a big achievement. How, how good of a feeling is it? When you when you pay off a car, it was well, it's really my wife's car. I paid off my wife's car. It's it's oh. it's just a burden that you don't have to worry about anymore. Not your wife, the car. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it's good. One last thing. Now I can just focus on the house. What are you drinking? Oh, now I feel bad. I don't have a drink. Well, I'm celebrating with a nice monkey shoulder and Coke, no sugar. I don't have a glass. Oh, even better. On a school night for you. Um, so we were, well, obviously, we were lucky enough to catch up a couple of weeks ago for a mate's birthday down, <coughs> down on the coast and in Brizzy and stuff. <coughs> what's yeah, happened? Man, it's what's it's happen- year of the fucking 30th. You know, we had oh. a mate a couple of years ago. It was every weekend. It was like 21st. I'm like, fuck, how many people you know? But then you realize, like, that's just your age group. And then... When you turn 30, it's just like every second week someone's turning 30. But you know what is is strange, and I think we've spoken about this before, is that a lot of people around our age or in this age bracket <coughs> are having the um, the baby showers or the engagement parties and stuff like that, but our group's never really... We're not, we've never really been in that phase. Obviously, yourself being probably the only one, and the rest of us probably nowhere in the ballpark of either of the others so it's it's either a party or it's fuck all you know what i mean (laughs) not even on the horizon i mean if you squint your eyes and just tilt your head to the side you can just see the speck of absolutely fuck all on the horizon (laughs) yeah yeah i mean uh, i suppose keep looking for that right one hey hey there's plenty of fish in the sea plenty of fish in the sea I um after that weekend, but literally the the, the next. So I, I took the Monday off. Um, on the Tuesday, I had to fly to Perth for work. Yep. <clears throat> and um, obviously, COVID was the, all the COVID lockdown stuff was just starting to become a thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like when we get together, we give it a fair whack. <clears throat> obviously, the footy on the Sunday, lots of yelling, yelling in nightclubs and stuff. So my throat was all flared up. Yep. Yep. So, I'm on a I'm on a plane. Uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. And literally, like ma- everyone's masked up, everyone's on edge. I literally for the four, five hours and forty five minute flight to Perth, fought back the tickle in my throat, not to cough to offend anyone. <laughs> so by the time I was in there, I was over there for a week. That's why I keep <coughs> I keep coughing now. When I talk for too long, it dries out. Um, so after the week in Perth, it had really sort of flared up a bit. It was sort of coming to an end and you get a bit phlegmy and stuff. Yeah. By this time, borders are closing. People are going into lockdown. So how long can you hold your breath before you have to cough? Uh, I mean, have you timed it? I feel like that's a loaded question. 
Um, so well, by the time the flight back rolled around, and it, obviously I don't want the authorities to come and hunt me down. When it says like, do you have flu-like symptoms? I knew why my throat was sore. It was from yelling and carrying on. So anyway, on the way back, I couldn't help it. I was coughing, <laughs> and, but I, I lucked out and got a window seat. So I was coughing into my mask, into my jacket, and into the window, hoping that no one would see me. <coughs> and w- when you turn around, people are just staring at you like you fucking killed their goldfish or something. Um, and almost just sitting there the entire time. Yeah, you fucking disgusting peasant. Um, but I did actually watch it. I'd imagine you've probably seen this movie before. Um, but being obviously COVID's been a bit rough on the old Virgin Entertainment app, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. That they've still got Aquaman on there listed as a new release, so <laughs> Yeah. I say I watched that um last time I flew, I think it was I think it was for your birthday, and it was like Aquaman and Doctor Str- uh, Doctor Strange. Yep. Hey, same, Strange? same same library. Cool. Same library. That's a good movie, Doctor Strange though. I rated that. Um they also have listed on there as a new release, Interstellar. Matthew McConaughey's movie from probably seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I um I hadn't seen it before, so that's what I watched on the way back. <clears throat> Interstellar. It fucks with your head when you're thinking yeah. about space travel and stuff like that. I, I tend to try and not think about space because space freaks me the fuck out. Have you seen Interstellar? I, for that exact reason, no. Let me tell you, by the time I got back into Brisbane, I was questioning who the flight attendant was, what planet we were on. Oh, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that shit, man. I don't. I don't get the whole. Let's go to Mars. So I think when the movie would have originally been released, it would have been like one of those real futuristic long shot movies. Now with the progression of the like whole, Water Waterworld, hundred percent. Waterworld's going to be a thing. Like Aquaman, there may be a real life Aquaman now. Who knows? Uh, we I'll, might develop. We might develop into it. I've, pl- I've watched plenty of docos. I think they've found Atlantis. Um, <laughs> Fuck man, I've watched way too many of them cuts. Oh. We used to have Discovery Channel as a kid, like every night at like two a.m. Discovering Atlantis. He's like, oh, well, off Bermuda makes sense. So there was one night recently. It was on. I think it was on Netflix. There was a there's a series called Ancient Aliens. <laughs> Holy fuck, bro. There's one where they're talking about finding the city of Atlantis. They don't make that shit up. They show you fucking pictures of it. They go scuba diving and find all these pillars and stairs and shit. Yeah. It's like, eh, what's going on here? I mean... I mean, pyramids fuck me up enough. That's what I mean. Like, I, I just don't need to know more about space. I, I just, It's terrifying. Then they go like, there's a black hole and it turns into a bigger black hole. And then there's another one. And if you get two black holes together... You get fucked. So why why do I want to know about it? By the sounds of it, you've probably seen Interstellar. <laughs> but like it, like when like I said, when it came out, it was probably like, oh, that's a really futuristic thing. But now with the whole Elon Musk going to Mars, you're sort of like, wow, this may not be too far stretched. Say twenty, thirty years down the track, where they they essentially like. Did, the, did you a couple of years ago watch Tom DeLonge on Joe Rogan? Yes. And it seemed like he was proper off his head, correct? He had had a lot of psilocybin that day. <laughs> it's it. That's. I was just like, "Whoa, this is intense." But like a lot of stuff starting to get released. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm like, maybe he's 
Maybe Tom DeLonge is still this cool guy that we all love so much. Where are you? <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe Elon and Tom are some alien motherfuckers just floating about, you know? So, um, I guess uh, the 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 problem is with all these lockdowns and stuff like that. You just go into like the the same old cycle over and over again. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I feel I do feel bad for places like Victoria and stuff that have done. The two months, the three months, the four months, then two weeks at a time. Brisbane's lucky enough that we only get like two or three days here and there. But what you find is like <sighs> not Mackay. Yeah, they're still like, fuck. We get we got a sizzler about a month ago, motherfucker. Oh man, we uh, even just like because like when everybody else is having locked like you guys last week or the weekend or whatever, I went to like Woolworths on Saturday and it was just like. Nobody gives a fuck here. <laughs> so you do find this time around, um, like there's a lot more cars on the road. No one's really wearing a mask unless they're going into an establishment that forces them to. You know what I mean? Like any person walking down the street doesn't have a mask on. Whereas if yep. you, when you go into a cafe or a restaurant, you have to, otherwise they won't let you in. Yep. S- same thing with the gym. So you have to have a mask on to walk in the door. But then technically, because you're exercising, you don't have to wear one. So you've got 150 people in a sweaty gym, no mask on. When you walk out, you've got to put a mask back on. It's like, come on. It's, it doesn't really make sense that much. So, But like, it goes through the cycles, right? Even the Brizzy, it's like two... When people go into lockdown for two days, it's like they miraculously haven't seen their friends in 10 years. <laughs> so when the lockdown lives, they have these crazy reunion parties everyone's fucking drunk they're out partying again like they're, they're long lost friends and this brings me to my question oh i'm not sure that you're the man that's going to be able to answer this for me this has become more apparent with the lockdowns lifting and obviously tiktok and instagram stories and stuff being a thing okay my question is why is it that when girls get in groups and drink their voices increase by three to four octaves Octaves or decibels or both? Collectively. I suppose it's like... Here's my theory, okay? Generally, you can tell someone's lying when you ask them a question and like they repeat it and it goes up a bit. You know, like... Did, did you wash the car? Did I wash the car? Like, yes. Like, I think that as the night progresses the more and more bullshit they start telling each other. Hey, that's to right. To keep, keep up with the Joneses, it starts getting louder, it starts getting higher because you've got to break that frequency. If you're already at this frequency and you want to get heard, you could get a higher frequency. Yeah. Cut, cut through the noise. And then and then they start, like, the, you, it might be like the outside of a lockdown party. It could be the calmest female on the planet. You get her in a, a Instagram video with 10 of her friends. She's speaking at this decibel she starts using her hands like she's conducting the yeah. symphony orchestra like it all I, just I wanna, comes out i want to know okay same party they all decide to get a photo or get together why do they start bending their knees and getting like closer to the ground and like pulling in all, all i can imagine is that it's some sort of mating ritual you know similar to how a peacock you know Shimmers his feathers out. I, I seen a, a video of a peacock the other day. It was on Instagram. It was, it was pretty intense. I get it. I mean, I get it. 
they're mesmerizing <laughs> I, I was gonna say like isn't isn't the idea of the the tail that it's supposed to look like a hundred eyes so there's eyes looking at you that's what the circle parts are i i, I assume that sounds about right mm. i love i'll have to double check with sir david attenborough but i think that sounds about right i mean like i know the female peacocks look like absolute shit they're not called a peacock they're a pea pea hen they're not called a peacock they've got a pea hen they look like an overgrown pigeon from Times square they're terrible 100 percent. really if i was a peacock i'd probably be gay because the men are better looking i mean then we got the whole reproduction thing (laughs) i mean yeah i mean there's a lot we could get into that maybe if i was a peacock i'd want to identify as something else tell me this that same peacock (laughs) decides after 10 years of being a male peacock with all these feathers decides to stop being a male peacock and mm. suddenly be a peahen, but he's still got all those feathers on him. Can he lift weights at the Olympics? I mean, in another time, maybe not, but uh, we live in an interesting world these days, Damon, and I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> so I, d- I don't know her name. And I don't know the other person's name who has been brought into the story as well is that there is a obviously a transgender weightlifter who's yep. been who has been given the all clear to compete at the Olympics. Yep. You've then got the fastest woman in history, I believe, the fastest female sprinter in history. At age twenty one with the longest nails. Tests positive for smoking marijuana to um, reduce anxiety for her Olympic trials. She gets no. Her dad died. There you go. Yeah. So she gets booted. I, I she, seen a picture that was like Brett Favre's dad died. He didn't go smoke weed. He went and threw five touchdowns <laughs> for three hundred ninety nine yards. I was like, well, I mean, it's it's the gunslinger Brett Favre. Yeah, like I'm I'm interested. Well, where do you sit? What what side of the fence do you sit on? Let the motherfucker lift weights or? Hey, nah. you you can't play with us, bruh. You need to get the fuck back over there. This this is a, a I got asked. Um, I was in one of the shopping centers, and they asked, "Oh, do you want to be in the paper? You know, which one asks you a question?" <laughs> Righto, let's go. Ask and me. Asked, ask me the question first. <laughs> they said, "What do you think about PC culture?" And I went, "Oh well." <laughs> <laughs> How long you got, brother? You better yeah. fucking ink that pen up, motherfucker. <laughs> I said uh, something along the lines of, I think it's skewed the wrong, like too far the other way. But I generally think if you just are kind towards people, we should get back to being okay with everything. You know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. But I'm, I'm all, I've got friends who are gay. I've got like very close people in my life who, who identifies that. And I've asked them the same thing. I said, how is it fair that someone can be a man their whole life and then decide to be a female which is fine i do not care what you want to be called what you want to dress what you want to identify as but i I don't think i don't think you should be able to compete like it's it's a different thing like if you're asking for equality but you're not like Mm. I'm, i'm perfectly happy for there to be a trans category go right ahead 100%. 100%. And I think that's like... Again, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for all the guys to be juiced up off their heads. Let's, I don't care. Like, But don't, like, don't talk about equality when women have fought how long to be able to even do the sport in, in some areas to then just come in and 
dominate because you used to be a bloke. You got a dick, bruh. So even if you don't, but like your bone structure is different. Like just 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 because you have low testosterone doesn't mean that's the only identifying fact that you used to be a male. Mm. I mean, the Adam's apple's a good one. It's like, but perfectly happy for you to date, dress, say what you are. You can be whatever you want. I, I'm more than happy for you to do that. And and if you want me to say that you're, you're zit, zay, them, her, it, whatever. It's your life. I'm happy for you to do it. But you can't just then go bash people like that chick did who was used to be a guy in the UFC before they figured it out. Mm. Like, and see, this is where, and again, don't know it don't really want to but i feel like if you do that and go i'll, and I'll have a beer with you i'm fine with it mm, i don't know maybe a couple of slippery nipples or some cock sucking cowboys um is that i feel like that's the easy way out and i don't mean the transition thing like you said if you want to identify as whatever you want to that's completely okay if you wouldn't it be more impressive if you competed against the men and beat them as opposed to yeah. you know going and take to me you've got an unfair advantage. It like I, I just I just think if you if that's what you want to be, that I'm sure there's going to be more people like you who feel that way, which is completely understandable. I'm sure eventually there'll be a category where you can you can do that, or if that's the way you want to do it, open it up, make it men, female, everything, one class. Hundred percent. Like I'm down for some transgender mixed martial arts. Put some trannies in a cage and let them fuck each other up. I'll 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 probably pay to watch that. See what I was saying <laughs> was like a nice thing. You made it sound like a hate crime that you're paying for. Look, you know, like the the reality is that people are paying sixty nine dollars to watch Jake Paul fight Ben Ashkin in a ring. If I've got to pay forty two fifty to watch a couple transgenders beat the absolute fucking brakes off each other, I'm probably going to get a subscription. Plays a few, plays a few bets, you know. <laughs> I don't want to get touted in this as like hate speech, so. So this will this will probably be our last episode of the podcast because we're going to get cancelled shortly. After I just think if, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about equality, like it's either it's either all it's either male, female, transgender, non-binary, whatever you want to be, it's all in one pool, and if you can beat the males. Because you have trained harder and you physically can do it, then you deserve to. But you can't just then it be segregated to male and female and then go from being male to female and then just because you lower your testosterone and have a fucking butch haircut mean you can fucking just demolish world records. So so I'm a piece of shit for saying that trannies can fight in a cage and you drop in the butch haircut comment. Is that how this is going to be played out? <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> they don't like long hair. Um, although I did see a video today of a man, full man, nothing to do with transgender, a man in a man's body with a man's <laughs> dick. No arms though, so no man arms. Man's body, no <laughs> man arms. Shot a, a compact compound bow and hit the bullseye in a competitive with archery competition. With his feet? With his feet and his shoulder, because there's no arms on the end of his shoulders. Well, that's impressive. So he was sitting in a chair and then had had the, the rest against his shoulder, 
held the bow with one set of toes and drew back with the other set and hit. Why do your fucking fingers look like that when you're doing that? Because this is what his toes look like. Yeah, but why were they all like, ow? And I kid you not, not hit the bullseye, hit the fucking dead center of the bullseye and then shrugged his shoulders like it was nothing because he obviously couldn't wave to the crowd. But like, get some. Sup, dog? (laughs) What's your excuse? (laughs) What's that? What's that? That picture where that guy has like climbed Mount Everest with like broken legs or whatever and then someone's like he did it without any legs what's your excuse (laughs) someone's commented like he couldn't feel his fucking legs it's a bit easier uh tough times but right yeah no just don't flog women in their own sport that's yeah come on man take it fair but transgender cage fighting hey why not why not Oh. <laughs> uh, what do you got? You got anything for me? Uh, I've got, I've, I've got something for you, man. Actually, it's funny. So, my wife um, told me a story the other day, and you're you're quite into fitness, and you know I still play sport and stuff. But I want to get your thoughts on one of the anesthetists that she works for. Obviously, someone was getting surgery for something. Can't remember what it was, but they had to go under. And he's telling her the risks because she's overweight. Mm. He's saying, you know, like, it's a lot harder to anesthetize you because of your weight. We've got to really be on your, your vitals and all that sort of stuff. She then has later on, after the surgery, went fine, then complain, rang up and complained and said he was fat shaming her. This PC culture talk, like, Where's the line where it's like, you know, like you, you, you're obviously overweight. Not even just like a BMI thing that, you know, the old antiquated way of saying someone's overweight. Because technically I'm overweight on the fucking BMI. Yeah. But, but someone who's generally overweight and a doctor who has studied 10 years to put you to sleep for operations is saying the risks of it because you're overweight. And you take offense to that. Yeah, and see I think so I'm a big I'm a big advocate, right, of I don't agree when with people when they make fun of overweight people in the gym. I think that's wrong. Because they're in the gym and they're trying to do the right thing. Even if they're even if they're fucking shocking at what they're doing, they're still making the effort to go to the they're gym. Still to there. Themselves. Yeah. They're yeah. still there. Yeah. This is where it gets grey and sketchy, right? And I'm not saying all, because it, it probably goes both ways. Just as many people that are fit, 50-50 split, people are cunts, people are nice, right? See if you're overweight in the gym. Don't be a cunt, because then people, you're going to become targeted. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of, obviously, people that get PT'd at the gym, really nice people, obviously overweight. There to, there's also people that come there that are overweight, that don't get PT'd, but are really rude to other people in the gym. And then they wonder, they don't, obviously they don't get fat shamed, but then they wonder why people snub them in the gym. It, whether you're fat, overweight, not fat, anorexic, just don't be a cunt. <laughs> people, are, people are not going to be that nice to you in return. And see if you're mean to someone and they've got easy ammunition, 
Like, see if you're carrying a bit of Terry around the waistline. You bet your fucking bottom dollar they're coming. <laughs> they're coming for you with a load of guns. <laughs> so yeah, I just I couldn't believe like that a doctor got like brought up because apparently it was fat shaming when it's like I'm a, I'm a student of the body. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a tough world, eh? Because imagine if he didn't, there was complications. That's exactly, and then didn't explain the risk because she was fat as fuck. <laughs> Whoa. Well, fuck her. <laughs> Put, can we get them in the cage as well? In the what, open forum? The, it'll be called like the Abnormalities Fighting League or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you've, you've thought about this. You've got a name for it. <laughs> it'll, it'll be <laughs> the AFL. Oh! The AFL, <laughs> the Abnormality Fighting League. <laughs> that is terrible. Is it? Is it or is it inclusive? You tell me. Ooh, crisscross. Exactly. Because you bet your fucking bottom dollar that if you want to get in the cage, there's going to be some 100% male, fit as fuck, jacked up on TRT that comes in there and cleans out the division. Especially when you got the tranny, you've got the <laughs> archer with no arms. He doesn't stand much chance. Then you've got the the overweight lady from the fucking consult. You bet someone's coming in there to clean house and take that strap. Yeah, I'd say his old Vitor Belfort before he got <laughs> fucking popped. <laughs> he, grows, I think he's, he grows the mohawk back and gets yeah, jacked yeah. up again. Yeah, I, fuck it. But I imagine that. I'd love to see like, like I'm sure Mr. Olympia. There's some testing, but it's not open. Mm. Like. Imagine like the like the boost juiced fucking sponsored <laughs> oh, Mr. Yeah. Olympia. <clears throat> Spicy cough. I'm about it. I reckon the um the archer guy would have a mean fucking triangle on him, but because he, well he's got not much else. Yeah, he's probably not going to catch you in an armbar. That's for sure. <laughs> not his at least. <laughs> <laughs> the old shoulder bar. Um. I did want to get your opinion on something, but... Yeah. So this is, again, probably something that's more relative to the big cities, being that I'm pretty sure last time I was up there, Mackay had one Uber driver for the whole t- the whole city. Uh, yeah, I believe there's more now, but yeah, I think it just started up enough. So, obviously where my office is, is in a relatively inner city suburb of Brisbane. And the address is what? <coughs> No, because there's going to be a whole bunch of trannies and armless people hunting us down after this episode. Hunting you down <laughs> to apply for the AFL. <laughs> wow. I'm going, to make a, I'm going to make a registration. Please do not do that. And see how much interest we get. You only, you only need a thousand followers to make a religion these days. So. Um, so obviously you've got street parking, right? And street parking is hard to come by the closer you get to the city especially around even even on this side of the bridge and stuff like that. So what I've been noticing is obviously at that time of the morning, there'd be a high demand for obviously Uber and taxi rides and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My problem is, is that all, although I understand the fact that street parking is street parking, in peak hour, people are trying to come to work and park their cars so they can go and work for the day. What's been happening more and more recently is Uber drivers and taxi drivers are parking in the street parking, waiting for a fare to pop up on the system. Yeah. I think that's fucking wrong. 
What do you think? Is that just me being fucking pissed off because they're in a park that I could potentially be in? Or should there be like a, p- a peak hour parking thing where ride shares can't park in street parking? Do you want a solution or do you just want me to tell you what you want to hear? <laughs> Hit me with a solution. Let's have a whiteboard session. I would say that you give them free parking in like Westfield, Carindale, whatever, and just wait for your rides there. Have a section of it that they can park in an area before waiting. Yeah, so I would agree with that. So the problem you've got... Or, in- or example, like for your area, Lang- Langlands Park, that car park for the footy. No one's there at 7 in the morning. Yeah. So, so you, sh- you should make any public car park a section to have Uber drivers for a period of time to keep people off the street. Keep people off the street. No fights. Yeah, get them off the street. Get them in the AFL arena. Um, but I agree with you that they should be reserved for people who at least work in that area or people who live in that area. Yeah. And see, and see if you had to just pull in, <coughs> make a phone call or whatever, I'm cool with that. But I, like, I mean, like I've driven past, gone and parked a couple streets away, walked back and they're literally does just... Your, does your work pay for some spots? We, we leave our car parks available for visitors to the office. Yep. And what about on-site park... Uh, of on street parking is it available that you can buy or rent them for nah, the year no nah, it's first in best dress um but see like what you and the amount of money you would spend driving to and from work would it be less than if you ubered hmm for me yes because i i live relatively close um but i imagine there would be a catch point somewhere some of the some of the guys ride bikes to work i'm not going to do that um, but what I might do is fucking bus. is beat the brakes off a Uber driver for just fucking playing Snake in his car while he's waiting for a, a thing to come in. We we had a little muck, muck around wrestle when we were drunk a couple of weeks ago. I don't think you're beating the brakes off no one. <laughs> no, that was like a submission match where I was letting you try your submissions for the AFL trials. Uh, yeah, right. I'll, yeah, I'll get the I'll get the management team of AFL to flick you over a submission form if you if you're keen to jump on board. Definitely not. <laughs> I'll tell you, if I, if I want I, no part of this. If I get ten likes on the idea of the AFL, I'm going to pursue it. Logistically, what's the insurance going to look like for you? Really, what's your, what's your what's your public liability going to be for something like that? Really, I'm giving them a second lease on life, so, you know what I mean? Hey, whenever you want to give me that shovel to stop digging yourself deeper, let me know. So you heard it here first. Ten comments, ten likes, we're going to pursue the AFL. We are not pursuing <laughs> shit. He is pursuing the AFL. Managing director, CEO. We're, we're, we're going to be pursuing the Abnormality Fighting League. Oh, God, it sounds even worse when you say it like that. <laughs> Go back to saying AFL. If anyone's got a venue that we could potentially have the initial fight night, um, slide into our DMs. We're probably going to need it to be somewhat underground for the first couple. <laughs> also, if, you have a, if you're a lawyer <laughs> and looking to give your services for free, we will also take that. And pro, al- bono, pro bono. 
And it also, if you work on any of the major streaming platforms like IGTV, YouTube, or Spotify, please do not cancel this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are just joking. It's all, it's all, it's all fun. It's all, it's all just love, jokes. man. It's all love. It's it's all fun and games until it becomes a revenue stream. Then we take it seriously. <laughs> God, I don't want my face on that. <laughs> what if I, what if I make just a, a small run of shirts? What, what would they be like the AFL logo, but with <laughs> just to piss everybody off i'm gonna it'll be like the the north northview royals presents the abnormalities fighting league god i hate every bit of that hey any publicity is good publicity except that publicity if you got any friends and you think they might qualify for our strict guidelines and and stuff what no. guidelines? It's just if you don't meet the other guidelines. The the legal teams advise me not to get into the T's and C's on this episode. So, well, the T's and D's. The the legal team is me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am it. Uh, is that it? You got some more? You want to hit me with some shit? Uh, I've got I've got a little 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 life tip. All right. Not, ha- not really a hack. When my wife and I got together, she used to like always write me lists and shit and i fucking hated it just just defiance just really didn't want to do it but i've started lately to do my whole week like the monday night before i come home from work i'll write out my whole list of shit to do for the week not jobs but shit i want to get done just itemize it for the day and try and plan it and shit like some matthew mcconaughey shit where he writes literally take a shit not so much but more like you know like Kid drop off, all that sort of shit. So I, tr- I break it down pretty, pretty big, and then try and get as much done in that week, rather than figuring like during the week thinking of shit to do. And it has gotten me a lot more productive. Is that is that for you to? So there's two parts to this, right? Because a lot of people do this stuff. Is it because you 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 would forget to do things so as to ensure you get stuff done, or is it also a bit of that sense of accomplishment? being able to tick things off a list and going, fuck, I was productive today? Probably more... Uh, the latter, yes. I'm more of a person that if I write it down once, it stays in. Mm. So rather than just thinking it... Like, I do a lot of thinking, like especially working seven days away, that you get a lot of time to think. Um, but I tend to, if I write something down, it, it, I'm one of those people where it s- sticks quite easily and I, and I have a good memory recall of it so if I can plan my day I don't have to think about it anymore because it just starts to happen naturally I start to remember what I'm doing and just going but it's not like I forget it it just is mm. put in there a lot better and yeah. I tend to do a lot more and there, there is a lot of um, scientific studies about it about the obviously with the see we go into a lot of this stuff at work is that with the way technology is moving is that if you just get everything thrown in front of you on a screen it takes away that accountability of you actually writing mm. something down. So they, they do say that if you're a list writer and you've got 10 things on the list and you only get through eight, you shouldn't just leave those two things on this page. The next day you should rewrite those two mm. things on the, ne- the next day and write another list until it's all done. Yep. Um, because we actually did something like that at, at work where it's called um, a habit tracker where you sort of list habits that you either want to get rid of or that you want to, uh, uh, an activity that you want to become a habit. So that might be wake up at 5 a.m. and go for a run every morning. But you know that 
you generally snooze until 5.30. So every day that you do it, like every day you reset and you either tick or cross what you do. And I think yep. it's something like it takes... 21, 21 days to form a new habit. There you go. So that's the idea is that, if okay, I wake up at 5 a.m. today, 5 a.m., 5 a.m., 5 a.m., that by the end of it, when it becomes a habit, you should essentially maybe not even need an alarm anymore because your body becomes used to it. Yep. Me, on the other hand, I like to fly by the fucking seat of my pants and like to forget things all the time. One thing that I won't be forgetting is my newly appointed position as managing director of the Abnormality Fighting League. I wish you would. <laughs> I'm going no. to get us some of those little desk triangles with our position and name on it. Please just, just put Damon Kulstra. Not affiliated. <laughs> <laughs> Not affiliated with anything to do with the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But yeah, if, right, right, right lists. I used to hate them. I used to fucking mm. hate them because I used to be like, I can fucking think of this on my own. Now when I'm like home, like I don't, I don't mean like chores. Like my wife will still give me lists of chores and shit to do, but I mean shit that I personally want to do in my week off or at my week at work. Like I just try and structure my week a lot more, and I tend to get a lot more done. And it doesn't mean that things can't change and you can't adjust and, like you said, do stuff on the fly because that's life. you got to sort of take what you dealt. But if you have a bit more of a plan, you tend to not be such a dead shit. Do you plan for sexual activities, both solo and with your wife? Does that go on the list? Uh, no, I don't need to break that down. I'm a bit more spontaneous with that sort of thing especially myself <laughs> i mean that's a really if the mood strikes me kind of thing i don't i don't put a 117 p.m jack off i mean it was low tide when i was fishing in the mangroves the other day and i thought hey fuck it i've got a bit of time on my hands fuck this mud is a bit good um but no i, I don't plan in coitus yeah right yourself how's that coitus going lately I mean, the reality is I've got a fair bit of time in my hands. So, again, I like to keep... Literally, time in your hands. I like to I like to keep myself guessing, you know? Like, you don't want to get into too much rhythm. Otherwise, like, you like to trick your own mind sometimes to be like, oh, we on, are we? You well, throw a little... Cam, you cheeky devil, eh? You, th you throw a little little off-fucking rhythm pump. Oh, you yeah. bastard. What are you doing? Oh, we on, are we? Well, let's fucking go. So you better fuck around. You break my banjo string, you yeah. bastard. Right here in the kitchen, people eat fucking food in here, you dirty dog. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> oh, that's my sad life at the moment, so. Yeah, you need to get a girlfriend. All these need to get girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, we do, but. All boyfriends, I don't care. All become fucking transgender. I don't hey, give a fuck. Just don't start tracking, taking your weightlifting to the Olympics. That's maybe, all I'm saying. Maybe I'll fall in love with the first ever champion of the Abnormalities Fighting League. <laughs> hey. Opposites attract. Unless you used to be the same. <laughs> oh, that's it. I'm out. Job done. Peace. Like I said, if you haven't subscribed, followed, whatever, and please message all the platforms and tell them not to delete our shows. We work really hard on this content. Revenue streams. See ya. See ya.